This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapadu on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the opposition view this time round, Luke from Swans Cast. Hello, Luke. How are you? I am doing very well, thanks. A lot better than if you asked me the same question a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Well, it's nice to see yeah, you again. On. It is nice to see you again because, you know, normally we see you and then we get thrashed by Swansea. So hopefully oh. this isn't going to happen this time round. But who knows? Who knows? Yes, last year between Christmas and New Year, Watford fans travelled down to the Liberty Stadium. The team questionably didn't and got right royally humped, dry humped, I would suggest. No lube involved, 4-0. And uh, it wasn't very good. Everybody was throwing toys out of prams. So I had prams and toys. Trust me, they didn't come together at any point. But enough of that. We are here to talk about the game coming up midweek. Interesting, always good to see, you know, games midweek. Nice to see the FA making everybody travel the length of the country midweek. Well done, FA. Excellent. Spur normal. And that was early. That was early for you. That was a very (laughs) early scene. Put myself onto the FA. You know what happens when I go to the FA. We do know that. Got to respect that. Either that or FIFA. You pays your money, you take your (laughs) That's what I say. So (laughs) in terms of this season so far, of course, Mr. Russell Martin and a certain Mr. Manning have trekked across to the south coast of England, leaving you with a new manager, Mr. Michael Duff. Take us through how the season has started, and then you can finish it with <clears throat> all game unbeaten run as we speak. Okay, so yeah, you are right. We have had the change of manager in the summer, which has come with you know a lot of other changes as well. And it was quite rugby, to be honest, the start of the season, especially amongst the fan base. Duff has come in with slightly different style to Russell Martin. It's not the full-on tick attacker that you might have 
you know expected of us to now like what we had last season high mm-hmm. percentage possession statistics slow build up play from the back looking for the opening being patient all that sort of stuff sometimes people will describe it as passing for the sake of passing just watch Southampton now if you want to know yeah. exactly what we were playing like previously defense as well though giving opportunities to the opposition which was one of the biggest flaws so for Duff coming in I think that was his biggest try to need to sort that out. The defence, we were a bit leaky last year under Russell Martin, as he's proven again right now at Southampton. <laughs> no glee no in your voice whatsoever. Well done, Luke. Well done for being no, the bigger I, man there. I had to get that in there tonight. But uh, but yeah, so but it didn't get off to the best start, I think, going into the season. I think a little bit of... Uh, there's two things I think I put this down to, and that is the players that were here last season under Russell Martin and the players that have come in. So we signed quite a few players this summer. I think mm. it was like 13 in total together. Not all of them... Yep necessarily going to be featuring in the first team regularly it was a bit of a turnaround some of the key positions you've mentioned Ryan Manning leaving left back or left wing back he was probably our most creative player with the wing backs being an area where we were looking for our goals to come from and Duff also wanted to use that area going forward but we needed to get players in because we really didn't have anyone Joe Latipode left on a free transfer as well who played much of the season as right wing back so a bit of a turnaround a new style of play, a new manager, a lot of players coming in. And yeah, we didn't win a game, I think, in the first six, seven games, I think it was off the top of my head. Yeah. And the the issue with it was it started okay performance-wise. We got like a draw against Birmingham, a narrow defeat to West Brom, which was a 3-2 loss. Even We came back from 3-0 to probably should have drawn the game. And Preston game, we went 1-0 up and lost 2-1, but the performances weren't awful. Could see, okay, maybe something's going to come from it. But... Then we played Bristol and Cardiff, who are our... Bristol are kind of like our second rival, and Cardiff are the big rivals, as we were discussing before. Before we started this now, and the performances were dire in those games. Bristol should have won that game like 5-1, and we just didn't even lay a finger on Cardiff, and you never want to say that in the match against your primary rivals. And we've beaten them the last four games, you know. Before, Before the last four games, no team had ever done a double, so it was a massive thing for us to do it the first time. And then we did it twice in a row. So we had all the bragging rights, all the gloating rights, and we have for two years under Russell Martin. We came into this game, Duff said some stuff in a press conference, played the game down completely. The team did not turn up at all on the pitch. I don't even think they had, I think maybe one shot on target in the whole game or something ridiculous like that. So the place was not a good place to be. It was toxic. Fans wanted him gone. They were happy if he was sacked immediately after that game. And yeah, so but so the, the turnaround then, you mentioned the four games in a row we've won now. There was a game in between Cardiff and that run, and I was QPR away, where we let a 1-0 lead slip really late into the match. And as much as I said at the time, the draw was a bit of a turning point for us. Fans still struggled to get on board because of letting the first win of the season go so easily. But yeah, we go into the run then. I think Sheffield Wednesday came at a good time because no disrespect to them, but they're in a mess themselves. And us getting a good win over them really helped us kind of move forward because it allowed the players to perhaps get behind the new system that Duff's trying to play, which I will explain a little bit later on, I'm sure. But going from that back and out up a 3-0 win away at Millwall, fans started to maybe think, okay, maybe we were a bit premature with some of the criticisms and jumping on Michael Duff's back because, you know, it has been a difficult transition from Russell Martin's system. And again, yeah, two more wins since then against Norwich and Plymouth. They're not easy games, but I think that's four strong wins to get our season rolling. It looked like it might have been maybe a tough year. We were looking at the wrong end of the table, but it was very early to be saying that. But the feeling was 
we were a bit worried. But I think after those four games now, we're seeing a bit more on a pitch about what Duff wants, what he's been saying he's going to bring, seeing a bit more about what he did at Barnsley last year, now coming through in the Swansea style of play. And just to, to sort of brief that, it's you know, high press, fast intensity when we don't have the ball. In in moments where we think it can make a difference, not necessarily all 90 minutes of the game. And and when we are playing with the ball, we still do try and keep the ball a bit more. People thought that wouldn't be the case early season, but we are still higher in the possession statistics than the opposition more often than not. But it's a little bit more direct and a little bit more clinical with the opportunities we are creating. Players like Matt Crimes looking for more of a killer through ball rather than protecting it along the back line. So that seems to be the biggest key difference. It's a little bit more direct and looking for an opening than waiting for the opening. So I'm going for 3-0 Swansea at this point, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> that comes later. Oh, you're right. There you're you right. Go. It does. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. There you go. There's, as he's now known, easily influenced Justin <laughs> coming here looking for facts and figures and insight. <laughs> yeah, look, you mentioned a change there because it kind of indicated, you know, that you were kind of playing three at the back until that start of that four-game run. And then a couple of times he's played four at the back. Sometimes these things are a little bit more nuanced than that. Is that accurate or how is the change in the system work for you? So I mentioned Michael Duff in his press conferences and he said some things that probably didn't help the fans get on board. A lot of stuff actually from the losing run, if you like, where he would play certain things down. And one of the things he has said, not necessarily one of the worst things, but one of the things you think, well, I don't know about that, is that the formation doesn't matter ultimately as long as they're doing what he's asking on the pitch. Now, okay. this was after we started winning when he's changed the formation. So I guess he's downplaying the fact that Right. what wasn't working before I think he's trying to downplay that and say look it's not about the formation it's about what I'm doing or what we are doing as a team but yeah you're right as soon I said it early season ourselves and I was saying it partially last season and Russell Martin you mentioned the 4-0 win but that was in a period of very dire form for us under Russell Martin last year and I'm not sure how we managed that of result to be honest was. we went on like a three win in 24 game streak or something ridiculous and I don't know how he didn't get sacked but he, he managed to pull it round fair play to him but yeah, the formation. I'm I'm not sure five at the back. I think things go in phases in football. Through the COVID period, I think a lot of teams adopted that wing back system, us included under Steve Cooper, continued under Russell Martin. And I guess when you've got someone like Manning playing there, you know, we had Jake Bidwell before him and Connor Roberts as well in the past. And yeah. they were very creative for us. And going into this season, we have got new wing backs. And I don't know wh- whether that's part of the reason it didn't quite click because we weren't necessarily making any opportunities, things didn't seem to be working. But when he did switch to a four at the back, I said about the three two come back against West Brom that, you know, we nearly managed to get a draw. That was a shift in formation that helped aid aid that come back. And it seemed to be we were chasing games, you'd make the change, we'd look a bit better. So going into the QPR game where he did it from the off, instantly, you know, we were one nil up for much of that game. And it, as much as we did perhaps fall fall back to defend in the lead and suffered as a result of it. It showed signs of progress and a way forward, which we have then continued going into the the four games we have won. And I think we look a different team, to be honest. It's just a shame because maybe the recruitment in the summer wasn't planned for that system. So we might be short a little bit in the forward wing areas because we weren't really playing wingers before we were playing wing backs. And now you could argue perhaps we're more overstocked in the wing back area if nobody is injured, uh-huh. whereas we're understocked in the forward wing in wing creative. Uh, positions, um, especially after a season-ending injury for Josh Ginelli, who looked like he might be a, an exciting player for us after the shift in formation as well. 
a, a, a club recruiting for a formation that the manager's not actually seemingly playing. Uh, when has this ever what happened? What is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yes, has it been much? Is it been a bigger adjustment than Luke for Swansea fans than was probably given credit for at the time? I think Russell Martin had a really good connection with the fan base because I think he's quite a clever manager in the way that he builds that relationship mm. i think he says a lot of the right things in the media and look i was on board with russell martin when he was here i'm not here to disagree and say otherwise i was yeah. when he went you know i was a bit disappointed at the fact he'd gone but you've got to move on and then back the next manager you know and i think we know that one yeah, Sw- yeah swansea have got the history of playing the swansea way it's what done them so well going into the premier league and coming up from league one under roberto martinez carried on with brendan rogers and michael laudrup and you know we won a cup and gone to europe playing this passing style of tiki-taka football under a couple of managers with some different versions of it and it was always called the swansea way it was always like the right way of doing it to get promoted but you know the football landscape back then was different to what it is now russell martin you know he did bring that back to some degree obviously a little bit different i think he was one of the more extreme versions of passing football we've had but the fans that's what they want down here you know that's what we want to see that's generally how i guess our fan base wants the club to play football so when michael duff came in and I said, I think personally, his first target was a short, you know, shoring up the defence, and I think he'd done a decent job of that. Other than still some individual errors that have uh, continued over from the last regime, you couldn't necessarily see the game plan going forward. And in some areas where we weren't really showing a plan on the pitch, it looked like maybe we were just hitting and hoping there was no direction. We don't really know what we're trying to do, and the loss of that Swansea way, if you like is a real kick in the teeth for Swansea fans. You remember Steve Cooper yeah. got us to back yeah. playoff positions, but ultimately everyone wanted him gone by the end because they didn't like the kind of football he was playing, coupled with the fact that they thought he was ready to leave when apparently he was talking to Crystal Palace before the playoffs. So you know, there's more there, but generally, as much as we were winning games, it was like 1-0, relying on Andre Ayew to get a goal or whatever it was. A lot of the fan base was like, oh, yeah, I know we're doing well, but I'm not enjoying it. And that's down to that style of football. So for me, I think football is a results business and times change. I think a little bit we are suffering from our reliance and positive history based on this style of football. And I'm not saying I want it gone completely, but also allow the manager to put his stamp on what he wants stamp to do. You know? yeah. As we've seen, yeah, giving yeah. it a bit of time now, we are still passing the ball quite well. And it's not the same as last year. But I guess it's the classic example of don't judge a book by his cover. They say give the manager 10 games. It's easy to say that now it's turned around. But I think, you know, it's a good example if you ever look in at a managerial change that doesn't quite hit it off from the start, that sometimes they do need a bit of time. And we were warned that he would by the Barnsley fans. They didn't really kick off till Christmas last year when they went on their run and got in the playoffs. So, you know, we had to try a warning of it. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because he was at Cheltenham for quite a while and then yeah. went across to Barnsley and obviously he got them into the, the playoffs last season. He, he's made the jump across. The one question here, Luke, and I have to ask this as a yes or no answer, we do have a list of managers that we really can't stand. Paul Ince is at the top of it. In fact, it's known as the Paul Ince list, which is nice, bearing in mind Tom Ince is one of our players. It's nice <laughs> to name these kind of things. Alex Neal is definitely on that list. Alex Neal is not a He's on that list. Russell Martin... He's hanging. He's really nearly dropping in there. And I'm going to give you a decision as to whether he goes on this list or not. And here is the question. Okay. If Russell Martin was made of chocolate, would he eat himself? Yes. 
He's on the list, everybody. <laughs> He's on the list. There we go. Martin Martin <laughs> on, entry. on the unapproved manager list. Uh, and let's face it, the Paul Lynch scale. As, as the we Paul Lynch scale, absolutely. Excellent Yeah, stuff. no, he definitely would. I said about the bad run we went on, he threw his toys out the prime in January when he didn't sign anyone, lost his head. When he screwed back on, we won seven out of the last nine games and missed out on the playoffs by three points. So... What could have been last year? As much as he was, you know, we liked what he did, he could have done more. Very good, very good. Now, obviously, you lost Mr. Hero. I'd never been able to pronounce his name, but yeah. you went and signed a couple of players that every a lot of people went, that's interesting. One was Charlie Patino on loan from Arsenal. The other is Jerry Yates from Blackpool, who I think a lot of oh. people in the championship have I enviously. How have they picked up the slack and how have others who've joined in done so? They've been very good. Yates has scored four goals. He struggled after Perot left for a few games in the system I said we've ditched now. But since we've changed this new system, I think he's found a new lease of life. And with the wins come in confidence and the way the three behind him are playing as well, he looks dangerous again. He's very hard working. He's nonstop running and will hassle your defence. And, you know, I said the high press, he suits that very well. And yeah, he just knows how to put the goal in, in the back of the net. He's one of them poacher just in the right place at the right time sometimes. You know, he can have a quiet game, but just pop up and tap it in from the back post or something like that. A little bit of annoying player to play against, I'd imagine. And Charlie Patino, he was at Blackpool with him last year, obviously, on loan. So I guess they know each other well, but... He's been impressive since he came in. I think he had three assists in his first four games for us. He's partnering with Mac Rhymes, who's obviously ever-present in the midfield. And I don't think he can really be dropped at the moment. I think he's he's going to be a player in the future for sure. He's been really impressive since being here. And one of the favourites out of the new sign-ins amongst the fan base, I think he's going to fall into that category of don't fall in love with a lone sign-in because it's only going to hurt you in the end. So, yeah, he's he's been impressive. That's uh, so good to good to know that somebody can get loans from that team who play just over the hedge from our training ground. Just <laughs> over the hedge. Mm. Just walking through. Yeah. Basically, they could chuck them over the hedge. Not having to us. drive the length of the M4. Just saying. Just mm. saying. Mm. Anybody who's listening in recruitment, Mr Ishmael. Well, it's good to hear that young players are getting their chance and doing well. We will see what happens midweek at the Liberty. As we record currently, of course, this is before the Sheffield Wednesday game, where, of course, Sheffield Wednesday, the opponents who got Swansea on their four-game triumphant run. Am I getting overexcited? Yes, possibly. But don't worry. There is something that will always bring that down to earth. And in this case, it's the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League. Luke, you played this twice last season. You did well. The EFL actually <laughs> was did triumphant. very well. It was triumphant. Did Luke not actually get maximum points both times? I, I? I think he did. No, I think one, one I think game he did. you predicted a draw. I think you were being merciful at one point. But yeah, no. It was we, probably the second time we played you because we weren't in good form. As I said, it was a shock to see us. Get that result. I'll kick us while we're down. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. The, uh, I've always liked the Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to our Cardiff. Look, we just lost in the rugby. Okay, I need someone to pick me up. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I'll, that's t- I'll tell you what, though. Our Twitter space after that game was legendary. People still quote from it. Believe me. People say, hey, what a meeting. I'll give them a fucking meeting. Honestly, it was legendary. It was People were not happy that night, I have to say. So, yeah, that was the yes. one good thing that came out of that, I have to say. Sorry, Alex King's uncle. Uh, Big hello to you, because he had this absolute, oh, biblical rant. It was fantastic. This is Thomas Briskin, and you are listening. Do not scratch your eyes. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Anyway, enough of that. We're going to get on to the Prediction League, which at the moment isn't going very well for Carl. And I'll explain why. Basically, we've we've built it up a little bit bigger. It's absolutely no better, I can assure you. Well, you say that. Hang on. You say that. We haven't played Sheffield Wednesday, so I might now be in the running by the time that we've... I probably won't be there in the run. No, you could be down the bottom completely. You've gone for 2-0. You've gone for 2-0 against Sheffield Wednesday. So if that's not the case, listeners, you have our permission to boo Carl now. (laughs) There you go. Excellent. There you go. There's, There's interaction for you. Anyway... So previously, we just had the three. We now have seven groups of, 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 of people competing in this nonsense because we thought this could be even better, and we were wrong. It's a whole lot worse. And the first thing that happened was somebody said, I think I can beat Justin using inanimate objects and possibly backgammon. Now, John Parslow, who is well-known in in this parish, has then decided to take it on himself to provide very themed videos and audio for you. Here, he is coming from Ireland. Prediction League, and it's Swansea versus Watford. And in the second of our manager specials for this week, we're visiting Monkstown, just outside Dublin, where there is a homage to Gary Monk for his achievements in getting Swansea to the highest ever Premier League position. And from a park in Monkstown, Swansea fans can look across the sea to Wales, dream of the glory days that they had under Monk. Are the dice are ready? We're on the pitch. Swansea to go first. Dice are in. And the score for Swansea is six minus two is four for to go next. Five minus four is one. So that's four one to Swansea. Oh God. So there you go. John, <laughs> it's, it's not liking us at the moment. Who has Gavin, Sheffield to win by five goals this coming Saturday is now saying four one to the Swans. That means that he's gone on. Basically, he's gone over to Ireland and he's gone. No, must take my framed photograph of Gary Monk. <laughs> travel to Monkstown. Don't forget the backgammon set. And I'll be honest with you. I don't believe that was Wales on the horizon, people. He's, he's <laughs> travelled to Monkstown. I think that's another part of Ireland, to be honest with you. I think he's pushing the boundaries. 4-1, says, says JP McGammon FC. However, of course, stupid things like this are still beating you, Carl. Thank you for that, Peter. Yes. No, I, I, you, yes, I do want to say one thing. Please don't be a c- Well, there is also (laughs) artificial stupidity, which is me selecting a random draw, and random has selected Swansea 3, 
Watford five. It's Whoa, been truly what a, random. Oh, what a game that's really going to be! Random go fest. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good game, but I I can't see it happening. However, when we were on week four, we were reached out to by Ben, who is Jarvis's owner, and said, "I think my Jarvis could probably give Carl a run for his money," and he's right. Right then, sunshine. Swansea City versus the mighty Golden Boys. You know what to do, son. Come on, pick away. Here, pick away. What are we going for? Wait a minute. Pick away. Wow. <laughs> Not three there. Not three. This one. This is Swansea. Swansea three. I want one of these ones. Come on. Here we go. This is Watford. Watford one. <laughs> Back to losing ways, I'm afraid. Swansea City 3, Watford 1. Bloody use at all. Both of them absolute rubbish. All predicting a win for the Swans at the Liberty. It's not going well at the moment, is it? It's not no, going well. No, I think they probably got was, insider um, track knowledge for I was, your I, games. I was struggling with the background music there. I should, Luke, help me out here. I we, think it was a well I, I love the attention to detail. They've got Gary Monk in a photo frame. And just to confirm, that was Wales on the horizon. North Wales looked like Anglesey <laughs> from I just checked on the map for you. And, <laughs> and all, <laughs> we apologise, Sean. It's all it's in the post. And yeah, the Welsh national anthem there. I think, oh, it's the I Welsh think he's a Swans fan. Where were the stereophonics from? That might have been a better choice. Or Tom Jones, Shelley Bassey, I don't know. I don't no, know. Yeah, stereophonics can just play as long as we beat the English instead. I guess that works. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we've got international where we lose. We international. <laughs> <laughs> just, you, you mentioned stereophonics. I just said there's a song fitting for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, I, I I do like a voice, and the the guy that we did the Leeds uh, podcast with, I thought his voice was superb. Luke, have you thought about doing audio books or something? Because your voice is very, it's very calming. It's, it, it is. It's very it's got I, this calming voice. Do you is. work in a call centre? It's like CBD no, I actually oil. work in retail, so I don't know how it's so calming. To be honest, because it's definitely oh. a busy shop. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I used to be a teacher. I qualified as a teacher, so yeah. You've got I guess this, maybe it comes from that. You've got this Bob Ross quality to it. It's very nice. Very nice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe if I need a career change, I'll take that on board. I have had some comments saying similar in videos before, but I appreciate that. Ah, good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. Well, from being calm and nice and tranquil, you can't select any of the, uh, the scores that have gone already. So you can't pick 3-5 to Watford. Luke, even though I know you obviously wanted to, you can't select 1-1, <laughs> one, one, you can't select 4-1, and you can't select 3-1. But what do you think the result is going to be midweek at the Liberty? I'm going to go for 2-1 to Swansea. Oh. Let's face it, this is all going one way. The only one who hasn't actually picks a win is 1-1. One, one. It's kind of a bit stimmied by being 1-1, one, one, and that's it. So, Carlos, we turn to you. What are you going to go for? Yeah. Midweek in Swansea, I, I can't see us getting much out there. I think uh, they're on a great run. So I'm going to go very similar. I'm going to go Swansea 2, Watford 0. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. This is very, very bad. And I, and I, can't see just, I can't see Justin playing the odds here and going for a Watford win. I, no, I can't That's see true. It doesn't leave him a great deal. It was 1-0, I suppose. Yeah. You're going to go for some tactical voting there. Well, it's only tactical voting if it actually happens, isn't it, Peter? It's We're not and talking not, like, you know, going to, no. a marginal seat in the election. We're talking Watford. I think I saw the last win at Swansea in the Premier League where Richarlison scored at the very last minute. Richarlison, remind me. I mean, that was a lot. So long ago. Think, that was Exactly. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Um, Several million pounds worth of players ago. I yeah. forgot that he played for you, to be honest. 
Exactly. There you are, Liz. So did I. Well, oh, I don't know. One nil to Swansea is 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 as likely as anything else, isn't it? Everybody's gone for a Swansea win, right? Apart from one one. Is that correct? That's yeah. true. So, all right, then I'll try and buck the trend. This is probably going to be devastating to my points tally, but I will go for a 2-1 win to Watford. Wow. I know it's tactical, though. This is nothing to do with that. That's very tactical. I think we're going to get thrashed. Suicidal, some would say. Well, you you say that. I'm not top anymore, am I? Well, I wasn't. We don't know. The the EFL is going to change. The whole league is going to change. Because we don't know what's happened with Sheffield. Exactly, yeah. So this is a bit like kind of urinating into the wind a bit. But uh, (laughs) I'll go for... Yeah, I'll what? go for whatever I said what? a minute ago, which I think was what? Hello, I think I said two things to compare this to: <laughs> pissing the wind, really? Yeah, well, because it's just tangible. To be thing... fair, that is this—that is the game that we are playing. True. Well, this... I... hang on, make a little note. When it's windy, <laughs> don't go out. Just that's good advice, okay, everybody. That's good advice. But the thing is, it's it's it... going to be windy in Liverpool very soon. Oh, <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. grief. All right, so whatever I just said a minute ago, which I think was 2-1 to Watford, wasn't it, I think? was it? Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah, we'll go, stick that in your ledger when you spreadsheet. and Put that in your ledger, yeah. We'll go from the there. The accountant has taken that down, Justin. The accountant has that <laughs> well in done. the book. Superb. The spreadsheet of prediction is filled up, and it's it's looking it's looking mighty fine. We shall see. Lots of movement. You get to find out where everything is after the Swansea game is, and we'll put up the uh, scores for everybody who's interested. No one's no we're persisting with this nonsense there's one thing we can do it's keep fucking going when everyone's ignoring us that's a good thing absolutely there you go absolutely great so carlos are you going to to swansea midweek or have you binned that one off no, I'd rather set fire to my testicles than go and watch that. <laughs> I'm midweek. sure that's nothing personal to Swansea before. No, we... love Swansea you're telling place. me Swansea was a lovely place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, Luke. I said to you at the beginning, I've got family in Swansea. It's a very nice part oh, of the I world. But you've got Swansea week, family. It could fuck off. Did we not rely on Swansea Sorry. family for a prediction once when. My sister in law. We didn't, we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I seem to remember that. Yeah. yeah. Many moons ago. Many. She got it wrong, so we haven't asked her again. <laughs> Yes, that's true. We do have we do have one little special effect, which also includes uh, Carlos's flammable testicles. There we are. All to you, by genuine Carlos testicle. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. As sponsored by Imac. Well, I think that probably uh, brings this ramshackle other hair removal cream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not sponsored by Imac, of course. Manscaped once, but that's another story. Yeah, that's another story. That's a completely different story. So I think that probably brings us round to the conclusion to this opposition view. It's been lovely speaking to you again, Luke. Uh, we can only apologise. Thank you for having me on. It's been it's very, it's very well. It's it's made my evening coming on you. Yeah? Oh, that's good. Very, good. Well, you, did you, <laughs> have, did good you have any other plans? Everybody uh, makes everybody <laughs> feel really good about their own podcasts. We don't do that. Yeah. Do we? No, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't worry. Next year it'll be darts or something, or I don't know, bingo or something predicting results so I'm, I'm sure some look that's right you can jump onto the rugby now you're in the semi-finals aren't you so only Northern Hemisphere team to do it we'll, we'll, I don't know why we'll I'm reminded of we'll myself jump on any bandwagon we're walking <laughs> I've got to have something to look forward to at the moment this is but true who knows this is who true. knows four game four game win run starts against Sheffield Wednesday sorry it's going to obviously continue at uh, the Liberty yeah who am I kidding what are you Never. drinking Peter 
Let's conclude this. Thank you very much for coming on, Luke. It's been a pleasure to speak to you, as always. We'll do it again at the home fixture, which is Peter. Oh, you want to, you want to know when you're playing? Yes, if Watford fans are visiting Swansea and they want to come and abuse you in the retail environment, where would they find you? <laughs> well, I actually work in the Lethley, not Swansea. Could well, you say that again, work, please? But... Don't go on, yeah. Carl. You try and Do you say like it. that. <laughs> you say it, Carl. Your turn. Go on. What he said. <laughs> oh, you're both most it. of the time. Most of the time, it changes to Danelli. I think when they're not sure he'll, how to he'll, do the. He left me. Yeah, don't bother. I sound Polish. I didn't know we were going to actually have Welsh lessons on the podcast as well. So that's yeah, impressive. Yeah. Who's who's coat is that jacket? That's it. Now, now in a minute. Now you're pissing the guest off now, Carl. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, good. no, Just no. carry on. <laughs> yeah. So if you do come down to Abertawi, well, oh, here we oh, go. It can... was it was gog or something a minute ago. Abba, Abba oh, I can't say that one. Oh. Don't start with the train station. I can't do it. That's it's too train long. Station. Damn. Yeah, there's no one near here anyway. I, I won't lie to you, we don't really speak that much Welsh down in South Wales, so you need to go up north for that stuff. Maybe go <laughs> when you play Wrexham in a couple of years. Oi, hey, <laughs> are they coming up or are we going down? Oh, oh, go. I don't like there this. Hey, hey, I didn't specify where it was. Just, you know, that's up to you guys. <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you start pissing off the guests. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> what are you like? Right. Got well, it. I can I can confirm that. Needless to say, the FA. Who, if you didn't hear the start of the uh, the podcast, are <laughs> are then making Swansea travel midweek on Wednesday, March the sixth, because they can. Oh, is that the? Bastard. That's the home fixture. Is it March the sixth? Yes. Okay. Oh, bastards. Well, well looks forward Absolutely. to uh, speaking to you again in March, Luke. I hope yes, indeed. Hopefully, we'll both be in a slightly better position in the league by then. I very much doubt we will be, but who knows? Who knows? We might have a cracking January window. What am I drinking? Let's say goodbye to Luke. Thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes once again, and uh, we will catch you in March. Thank you very much for having me. Been a pleasure as always. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.